We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Are you afraid to go to sleep? I'm not. I, not. Hopefully not right now. Please don't go to sleep right now. But in general, most of us aren't afraid to go to, to sleep. There are some. There's a term for it, somnophobia. But if you're like me, you love going to sleep. The end of a, a long day of work, you, you almost get a smile on your face. You're like, I get, I get to rest. What a joy. For the majority of us, sleep is a gentle and natural and easy part of life. We rightly look forward to it. Even though, truth be told, we might not know, we don't know, what is going to come when we wake, or even if we wake. In fact, when we don't have a plan, or when anxiety is getting the best of us, those are the times as a rule, that it's either hardest to fall asleep or maybe we're even most reluctant to try and go to sleep. We'll distract ourselves with a little bit of the holy my time, clicking on one more video online or reading one more book, doing one more errand, so we were in control. But sleep, for most, and for the intention, it is for our good and it is for our enjoyment. And so it seems so strange that Jesus speaks of his dead friend, Lazarus, as being asleep. It even sounds insensitive. And this isn't the first time Jesus spoke such. Remember the 12-year-old daughter of Jairus? Jesus went to the home of Jairus and said to the mourners outside the home, she is asleep and they mocked him. Because death, in comparison to sleep, looks scary, seems uncertain, seems out of control, and it seems final. But Jesus speaks of it nonetheless. He is asleep. Then clarifying, he has died. But why does he say asleep? Because for God, physical death is easy to handle. It's just like waking someone up. Jairus' daughter, the bones in Ezekiel in our first reading, Lazarus in our gospel. And one day, for us, at the end of time, our bodies will be raised, please God, into eternal glory or for those who do not receive God's grace into eternal condemnation. Physical death is easy. The real trick is moral death, the spiritual. For the body will always be receptive to physical changes. The spirit, however, our spirits hold on much tighter to desired control. And so in that light, look with me, if you would, at what happens when Jesus calls Lazarus out of the tomb. Lazarus, come out. Of course, the dead man rises. But note what happens. As he comes out, the crowd sees him still bound. Of course, Jesus could have raised him much more neatly. 
As he called him out of the tomb, Lazarus could have come out smiling, neat, and freshly clad. But instead, he comes out bound in the burial cloths, looking something like a mummy with his face in a special cloth. And as such, we are given this rich symbol. We who are baptized, he has raised us, no, not physically yet, but spiritually, has raised us from death into new life. But, but we come out of those waters still bound, still affected by a life of sin. And so, as we hear in the gospel, Jesus says, untie him, unbind him to the other helpful people around him. So it is with us that we must rely on the help of others, on the help of the church, on the the help of supportive Christians, even on the help of those who rub us the wrong way. (laughs) Sometimes they help us wear through some of those bindings. Not least of all, we're given the help of priest confessors in the sacrament of reconciliation. For me, it was just a couple days ago, this past Thursday, I was with a a couple of priests and had a moment to ask one to hear my confession as we approach Easter. There's nothing like it. When we're, when we're ready, when we're, when we're open, when we're receptive to that grace and we don't hold anything back, it's like Lazarus coming out of the tomb, not holding on to those bindings that he has been bound in, but being freed to see, to move freely at once again. This Tuesday from 6.30 in the morning till 6.30 in the evening, we'll be hearing confessions, see the the bulletin for all the details of, of the confessors. But it's interesting, isn't it, that in these two weeks, these last two weeks of Lent, this what we call Passion Tide, we get to see these, these little reminders of Lazarus, these covered statues and crosses and other images. We have to face these until Easter when we will see the physical uncovering, the physical unbinding, when we will see new life shared for those to be baptized and those confirmed and receiving Holy Communion, we will get to hear our names spoken and theirs as well. On first glance, all of these things, the statues, the the confession, death itself, on first glance, the they can all seem similar, can't they? They all seem a little out of our control. They all seem a little wrong. <laughs> they all seem a little scary. But when seen with the Lord who comes right into the midst of them, when seen with the Lord who by his holy cross has redeemed the world, they appear like gentle sleep. And with his call, with his voice, with his rising, He awakens us into the fullness of life.